Book Five, Chapter One of the Boys and Girls Pliny, Volume Three. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone. The Boys and Girls Pliny, Volume Three, by Pliny the Elder. Book Five, Domestic Animals, Chapter One the dog examples of its attachment to its master among the animals that are domesticated with mankind have occurred many circumstances that deserve to be known among these animals are more particularly those faithful friends of man the dog and the horse we have an account of a dog that fought against a band of robbers in defending its master and although it was pierced with wounds still it would not leave the body from which it drove away all birds and beasts another dog in epirus recognized the murderer of its master in the midst of an assemblage of people and by biting and barking at him extorted from him a confession of his crime a king of the garamantes was brought back from exile by two hundred dogs who maintained the combat against all his opponents the people of colophon and castabala kept troops of dogs for the purposes of war and these used to fight in the front rank and never retreat they were the most faithful of auxiliaries and yet required no pay after the defeat of the Cimbri, their dogs defended their movable houses, which were carried upon wagons. When Jason, the Lycian, had been slain, his dog refused to take food, and died of famine. When the funeral pile of King Lysimachus was lightened, his dog, to which Darius gives the name of Hyrcanus, threw itself into the flames, and the dog of King Hiero did the same philistus gives a similar account of pyrrhus the dog of the tyrant gallon among ourselves volcatius a man of rank who instructed cascalius in the civil law as he was riding on his asturian genet towards evening from his country house was attacked by a robber and was only saved by his dog the senator calius too while lying sick at placentia was surprised by armed men but received not a wound from them until they had first killed his dog but a more extraordinary fact than all took place in our own times and is testified to by the public register of the roman people in the consulship of junius and Silius, when titius sabinus was put to death together with his slaves for the affair of nero the son of germanicus it was found impossible to drive away a dog which belonged to one of them from the prison nor could it be forced away from the body which had been cast down the gematorian steps but there it stood howling in the presence of vast multitudes of people and when someone threw a piece of bread to it the animal carried it to the mouth of its master afterwards when the body was thrown into the tiber the dog swam into the river and endeavoured to raise it out of the water quite a throng of people gathered to witness this instance of an animal's fidelity dogs are the only animals that are sure to know their masters 
and if they suddenly meet him as a stranger they will instantly recognize him they are the only animals that will answer to their names and recognize the voices of the family they recollect a road along which they have passed however long it may be next to man there is no living creature whose memory is so retentive by sitting down on the ground we may arrest their most impetuous attack even when prompted by the most violent rage in daily life we have discovered many other valuable qualities in this animal but its intelligence and sagacity are more especially shown in the chase it discovers and traces out the tracks of the animal leading by the leash the sportsman who accompanies it straight up to the prey and as soon as it has perceived it how silent it is and how secret but significant is the indication which it gives first by the tail and afterwards by the nose oftentimes even when worn out with old age blind and feeble they are carried by the huntsman in his arms being still able to point out the coverts where the game is concealed by snuffing with their muzzles at the wind among the gauls their packs of hounds have each of them one dog who acts as the guide and leader this dog they follow in the chase and him they carefully obey for these animals have even a notion of subordination among themselves it is asserted that the dogs keep running when they drink at the nile for fear of becoming a prey to the voracity of the crocodile when alexander the great was on his indian expedition he was presented by the king of albania with a dog of unusual size being greatly delighted with its noble appearance he ordered bears and after them wild boars and then deer to be let loose before it but the dog lay down and regarded them with contempt the noble spirit of the general became irritated by the sluggishness thus manifested by an animal of such vast bulk and he ordered it to be killed the report of this reached the king who accordingly sent another dog and at the same time sent word that its powers were to be tried not upon small animals but upon the lion or the elephant adding that he had had originally but two and that if this one were put to death the race would be extinct alexander without delay procured a lion which in his presence was instantly torn to pieces he then ordered an elephant to be brought and never was he more delighted with any spectacle for the dog bristling up its hair all over the body began by thundering forth a loud barking and then attacked the animal leaping at it first on one side and then on the other attacking it in the most skilful manner and then again retreating at the opportune moment until at last the elephant being rendered quite giddy by turning round and round fell to the earth and made it quite re-echo with his fall end of book five chapter one